0: minus three is presented for the people by caesar sportsbook you bet you get with caesar's rewards must be 21 or older minus three with Dave Damoschek. Holy hell, it's time for the playoffs. and Me and my pals are just about to spoil all six of the wild card games for you and give you the best available player props. Let's jump right into it. Congratulations to the dozen teams that made the tournament. If you didn't make it, still enjoy those playoffs. Bet along with us and better luck to you next year. Let's jump on in here. And Kevin Hench, before we pick these games, the tournament is is all about who wins that trophy at the end of it. Let's look at the big board here. Who do you like to get to the Super Bowl and win it?
1: All right, just because I don't want to be super boring and go chalk, which is very tempting with these two one seeds in each conference, I'm going with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I've I've enjoyed Mike McCarthy's work. I can't believe I'm saying that this year. And I think if you're looking for a non-one seed in either conference, that could run the table. I think it's it's Dak Prescott, CeeDee Lamb, Micah Parsons,
0: Savvy Eddie Spaghetti. Why don't you take a bite at this apple
2: here? I, I do like the Cowboys pick. I think there are four teams, two in each conference that can actually win the Super Bowl, the Cowboys being one of them. But I'm not going to go with that two seed. I want to go with the Buffalo Bills two seed, but they're going to lose to the one seed. San Francisco 49ers. They finally get it done. Um, and only if you go by the uh, the color scheme of the Super Bowl, it looks like it should be Niners Ravens, but uh I'm going a different shade of purple blue. I'm gonna go the the blue of the Bills, but they don't win on ultimately fall short.
0: You better get your eyes checked. The Bills don't wear no purple. There's no shade of purple in that Either logo, way, Look at the look. Apparently, somebody likes the Bills this weekend. I know I'm going to go chalk here. It's obvious, but listen, I'm not going to turn my nose up at uh, what is clear to me. It's the Niners. It's the Ravens. The Ravens. I should say the Niners cut down the nets. Get that at plus 220. That's not a halfway bad bet. Let me squeeze in a quick break here. Let me ask you a question, Eddie Spaghetti. Why should you bet with Caesar Sportsbook? Ah, before you answer two words
3: caesar's rewards those are the two words every bet brings you closer to the types of benefits only caesar's can offer i'm talking about hotel stays vip experiences sports and concert tickets even more than just that it's not only an app it's an empire 21 plus must be physically present in arizona colorado illinois indiana iowa kansas louisiana maryland massachusetts michigan nevada new jersey new york ohio pennsylvania tennessee virginia west virginia wyoming or washington dc sports betting is void in georgia hawaii utah and other other states where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start. Gambling problem, Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Ohio, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or Maryland visit mdgamblinghelp.org or West Virginia visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Arizona call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas affiliated with Kansas Cross and Casino call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana call 1-800-9WITH-IT. I- Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org for 24-7 support. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY.
4: Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets pizza. Better because it has to be.
0: All right, to the games now. Did you hear about the Rams QB who played for the Lions? And the Lions QB, he played for the Rams at one point. I really do. I make fun, but I, I really do love this kind of stuff. One of these two guys gets to kind of sort of be the spiritual 21st century version of Wade Boggs on that horse in Yankee Stadium. Maybe the more decisive matchup, though, is between the two guys who, if they get their wish, will be gone from their team in a month or even less. I'm talking about Lions OC Ben Johnson, V-Rams DC, Raheem Morris, Lions at home, lay in three total on this one, 51 and a half, I say the Rams go in there and win it 30 to 28, Hench, I'll say you. Uh,
1: well, I've got the I've got the same betting angle that you do. I like the Rams plus 3. Um the way I'm looking at all these games and I know we can luxuriate a little because there are only six of them, we're not in a rush. Um I like to look at what teams accomplished in the regular season and how were they punished or rewarded for that effort. Now, the Lions, some would say the most star-crossed franchise in all of sports, won 12 games. Some would say they really won 13 games. But their reward for that season is Matthew Stafford in Detroit. It's insane that this fan base has to weather this. Now, I say they do weather it and they win, but they don't cover Lions 28, Rams 27 in a thriller.
0: I hate the bellyache about the same thing over and over again, but you keep saying weather. Well, the lions would win over the visitors from Los Angeles. If they had Detroit weather going up there this weekend, instead they decided they needed to dome that place. Boy, 2020 hindsight, Jared Goff from LA. You think uh, he likes being up in that dome? I guess that kind of works out in his favor. So you know what? Erase all that. Eddie spaghetti. Give, uh, give me your pick here. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> I'm going Rams 34 <laughs> 30 over the, uh, the lines here. I do feel for that Lions fan base. Both these teams kind of similar, uh, pretty balanced offensively. And they uh, both are kind of weak in the secondary. Although I think the difference maker, like we kind of just stopped talking about Aaron Donald. He's still having a quietly great season. Uh, I think he'll plug that middle up to make life uh, hell for Montgomery and for Gibbs there, um, you know, Puka Nakua record breaking rookie season. But I think the more impactful player for the Rams offense has been Kyron Williams. I think he's a difference maker in this game. I like him to score a touchdown minus 137, six touchdowns last five games, 15 total touchdowns in the season. The guy's been awesome. Obviously, I love him, Notre Dame. So um Rams win this and the uh the Stafford golf revenge game.
0: Yeah, and I do think, like I pointed to the Lions on offense and uh and Ben J- Johnson and all of that. But the other side of things, Aaron Glenn has really got to be struggling, trying to figure out how his guys are gonna cover up Cooper Cup. And Puka Nakua, if I'm going to take the Rams um, plus three, I may as well go ahead and take them to win. If you found that car horn beeping three times jarring, let me explain. That sound means that me, Hench, and Spaghetti all agree. Brady Lemieux, the ruggedly handsome aggregate of our picks, says that the Rams go in there and win straight up. Next, Steelers, Bills. If you passed out right after Thanksgiving, this matchup surprises you. Back then, Buffalo was 6-6, six and six, losing to teams that had Russell Wilson on them. Pittsburgh just lost at home to Arizona and lost its starting QB. Speaking of, I get everyone focusing on the two obvious questions about this game, namely, can the Bills slow down Najee Harris and Jalen Warren at least long enough for the Bills to get a two-score two lead and force Pittsburgh to have to throw the ball a lot? And on the other side, can the Steelers get Josh Allen to the ground an open question even more so without one of the five best non-QBs in the league available for the black and gold. But if the Steelers have any shot, given how deep we are into this new millennium, the other QB will in fact need to make a player three downfield for the underdog. It's weird, but it's kind of similar to the odd five divisional round game in Indy Colts, a heavy favorite Steelers, a heavy run team. It's the game that ended with Ben Roethlisberger's tackle, but it started with Roethlisberger coming out slinging. Don't be surprised if that's what you see the Steelers do in Buffalo, which reminds me, I hope the wind doesn't turn this one into a joke, but I do hope it snows and I hope the Steelers win. Here we go, Steelers, here we go. I just hit myself in the head with a terrible towel. As I tell you, the Bills are laying 10 in this one, total is 36. I think the Steelers get past that number. The Bills get past the Steelers. 24-20. Hench, how you all
1: right? I'm in your garage again on uh, uh Steelers Bills. I think it it's it's tempting to uh to take the to take the bills to put up a big number, but that Buffalo has not been a particularly hard place to go in and play in the playoffs recently. And although I will say, you know, when you look at regular season achievement and, and what your reward is for that achievement. As someone who had the Bills under 10 and a half wins and then had to watch Kadarius Toney line up offsides and then Raheem Mostert and Jalen Waddell not play, like all the things that led to the Bills closing out with five straight wins, they should not be by by any measure the two seed, but their reward is Mason Rudolph. Uh and and so I do think they win, but the Steelers can run the ball and i don't think it gets up to double figures i like the bills 2720
0: how say you, Eddie Spaghetti? We know you're picking the Bills, but by how much?
2: Yeah, I'm I'm picking the Bills, obviously, as my Super Bowl running up here. I have a lower score game, 25-17, uh, so I have the Bills winning, but I do have the Steelers covering, uh, basically what Hench said. I, I love the Najee Jalen Warren duo. I also love Mason Rudolph in a weird way, um, you know, playing your best quarterback of the season this late. Uh, obviously, if he was playing early in the season, who knows what the Steelers record would have been, but he does take chances down the field. He is aggressive, which I do like. Josh Allen, also aggressive. Josh Allen also throws a ton of interceptions, 18 total on the year. He only has three games a season without throwing an interception, um, so I like him to throw one in this uh, this game, uh, minus 117 there. Obviously, wish T.J. Watt was playing. It would be a little bit closer, but it should be a tight one, a low-scoring one, but I have the Steelers covering, but the uh, Bills winning.
1: All right. Brady Lemieux me i just saying, say just to get into Spaghetti's area, I like Josh Allen to not throw an interception in this game. Hmm. We're on the opposite
0: sides of that. Yeah. Okay. Z, who got suspended a few weeks ago, plus Mika Fitzpatrick returning to help that secondary, probably gives the Steelers defense a humongous boost, even without TJ Watt. I- I'm telling you, the X factor, the wild card is can Mason Rudolph make a couple plays downfield, or is the spot too big for him? Speaking of which, Curse is supposed to, the team that's supposed to win looms large in this one. Bills with a lot of pressure on them. Moving on. Oh, I say Brady Lemieux up to six with those bills. Too much history between the Packers and the Cowboys here, except for this reminder if Dallas had won those two NFL championships played on the first and last days of 1967. That championship trophy everyone's vying for right now would be called the Landry. Nine of those things between Dallas and the pack. Dax letting love in for a must win. Talk about the curse is supposed to heavily over the head of Dak and company here, Dallas laying in seven and a half total on this one, 50 and a half. An important note here, Dallas is five and two when the number gets that big in their favor this season, up as high as seven and a half or greater. I say the Cowboys get it. Thirty-one twenty. 20. Hench, how say you?
1: Man, we don't need a lot of garages because we're cuddling in the same garage again here. Um, this one feels like a team. That's got that's on a mission that has bigger, bigger fish to fry uh in in the new year versus a team that really, you know, achieved what they set out to achieve. Very impressive year uh for Jordan Love. Happy, you know, Aaron Rodgers haters should be happy that that he's still playing and and Aaron Rodgers is still saying crazy things. Um, I like the Cowboys 33-17 pretty comfortably.
0: Uh, It does sound like Mike McCarthy better win this one because the rumors are Bill Belichick's waiting in the wings for that gig. Spaghetti, how say you?
2: Yeah, this is my biggest margin of victory for the week. Uh, I have the Cowboys winning 36 23. I mean, if you look at Dallas when they're home, uh, you know, they've had seven out of eight home games, just scored 30 plus points. And, you know, don't get me wrong here. I, I, I think uh, Jordan Love, clearly the quarterback of the future for the next decade for the Packers. They found their guy, and all the uh, NFL media talking heads love him and point out better uh, offense uh, with Jordan Love than Aaron Rodgers last year in Green Bay. But the uh, Dallas offense has just been too strong. I'd really even pick them to make the Super Bowl. If it wasn't for their ability to have those like terrible games, which you've seen a few times this year, uh, notably with, you know, playing the 49ers or they had a stinker versus the Bills too. Uh, and they did lose the Cardinals. So they are prone to that, but I think they're gonna get win this game. CeeDee Lamb lately has been unconscious. Um, you know, his his target share the last couple of games 13, 17, 10, 10, 10, 17. He is the guy that Dak looks to. I like him over seven and a half receptions. It's minus one twenty nine. Um, Dallas wins this one comfortably too.
0: All right. And by the way, let's take a quick look in the rearview mirror to see how we did through the entire regular season. Bad news for your old pal, Dave. He fell apart down the stretch. I finished four over, sad, four over on the entire season. So sad, in fact, that both Hench and Spaghetti passed me coming down that stretch. (laughs) They take the lead over the humans 127 to 119 plus 10 ties over the course 18 weeks brady lemieux wins the day 139 to 107 rearview mirror stuff and the season's
1: still going as far as i
0: can tell it's called yeah, the playoff you know what, fellas
1: Yeah, you know what your finish reminded me of uh yeah remember that that lady who sh- herself at the end of the marathon um in in la uh yeah. with the 84 olympics <laughs> yeah that's the style and grace you brought to the finish line, as as you defecated down your pant leg with what what was it six and ten last week?
0: I don't I don't know though, but I'm swooning. Kevin Hench is calling me an Olympic level athlete. That's the nicest <laughs> thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> Next, Eagles, Bucks, Hurts, Bake in Tampa or maybe St. Pete. I'm not sure which, and I don't really care because I can't imagine there's much of a difference. Either way, these two teams have faced off in the playoffs five times. A real good one back in 1979. More so that day for Doug Williams than Ron Jaworski. And, of course, there were those three in a row up in Philly in the early aughts. You remember the Rondé Barber. Pick six of Chunky McNabb to close out the third one of those. And, of course, the GOAT beat Philly a couple years ago. Then got drunk and almost threw the trophy into the bay. All rearview mirror stuff again. Bucks. Plus three total forty-four. Everyone just waiting for these Eagles to get right. I say wait till September of twenty twenty-four. By which point, who knows? Maybe they'll have a new head coach too. Bucks get it twenty-four to twenty.
1: Hench, how? Oh, you. I love it. We're finally we're getting we're separating from our garage. Finally, I mean these Eagles have been so bad for so long. It's hard to remember when they were ten and one. And so by all rights. They should have been punished in the playoff draw. Like they should have a terrible draw and they get the lowly winner of the NFC South. I think the only playoff team in the NFC they can beat. And I say they do go in there, even even with Hertz not throwing a pass all week in preparation for this game. And they and they win 30 to 20.
0: Yeah, so disrespectful. Hey, go play an all important playoff game on Monday night. (laughs) Spaghetti, how say you?
2: Yeah, I hate this game as Monday night because usually like the Monday night, it's like the the ultimates, the apex of the week. And you're looking forward to it this game. Uh, I, I don't want to poo poo it. I know it's a playoff game. I will watch, but not a lot of juice in this game for me. Um, I don't really believe in the Eagles anymore. even They were my original Super Bowl pick, but they clearly have a lot of things wrong with them. They did get the log of the draw with the, the Buccaneers. I wish the Buccaneers had a better showing than only putting up nine points um, versus the Panthers in week 18 here. I have the Eagles winning 27, 22. I think the Bucks will get a late score, make it a little bit closer than it probably is. Um, I do like Baker's uh, rushing uh, over rush attempts over two and a half. It's a minus 175. And you could also parlay that um with over 10 and a half rush yards, minus 146 total. Um he's had that ru- he's had over um uh, that mark and rushing attempts in 12 games this season. He does like to scramble. I think you'll see a little Baker hero ball here to keep them in this game. But um, yeah, ultimately the Eagles win and uh, probably a one and done Eagles team this year.
0: Brady Lemieux likes the Eagles up to three and the hook. Browns Texans the weekend kickoff game in Houston is is the apparent custom when Houston makes the playoffs talk about a slap in the face they're always the first game let's get this one out of the way how fast does the NFL change though three years ago. It was Baker Mayfield going one way, Deshaun Watson going the other way, and this old man going, what do you want from me? The Texans and Browns play almost as much, though, as AFC Central rivals used to four times in the last four years. And I guess by the time this game kicks off, it'll be five times in five years. Happy 2024, fellas, by the way. So many coaching changes and QB changes and QB allegations over that stretch. It's hard to really glean much from the recent past. Matter of fact, they just played on Christmas Eve. And even then, it was Keenan and Mills against Brown's mainstay, Joe Flacco, which remains a great, albeit weird, story. Also weird, Miles Garrett, the expected defensive player of the entire NFL, seen here not sacking a QB, adding to his total of just one over the season's last six games. One. That's one more than Kevin Hench got over that span. The Texans, plus two and a half. Denzel Ward, injured knee, questionable, total 44 and a half. I like the Texans if Ward is out there. I say 1917. Hench, how say you?
1: Um, It's funny. This is a game where I think both teams got what they deserve based on their regular season performance. Like this is a fair matchup. You know, we'll get to the Chiefs in a second. The luckiest team, the Chiefs have inherited the Patriots' luck. You well, know, you skipped right over the Steelers. I, I thought know, the Steelers hold on,
0: hold on. were the luckiest team ever. Uh,
1: uh, well, the Steelers did not get a great draw this week, but this one's spare. You know, the Browns with eleven wins should should have the weakest of the of the four division winners, and they do. Um, the the Browns lost uh, Jack Conklin, I think, was Week One. Mm-hmm. Nick Chubb, Week Two, and then Deshaun Watson. Like, if you look at their offense, you are like. They lost three of their five most important players for the season and have not missed a beat with Joe Flacco and Jerome Ford and Kareem Hunt and Amari Cooper. I think they keep it going. Uh, In in Houston, I think uh, C.J. Stroud obviously had a very nice season. It deserves all the awards and accolades he's going to get. But I think finally not having Tank Dell is going to catch up to him in this one. I like the Browns 26-20.
0: If you do like that, Hench, and obviously you do, and I'm rooting for the Steelers, either way, talk about getting what you deserve or otherwise. How about that the Baltimore Ravens are sitting at home watching, and if the Browns or steel, if the Steelers win, Pittsburgh heads to Charm City. I don't think that's something they really want to see happen up there in Baltimore. I don't think they want Joe Flacco and the Browns coming to town either. Either way, it's going to be a rugged
2: spiritual matchup. Spaghetti, how do you see this one? I had the Browns winning 24 uh, 20, uh, over the Texans here. And I really wish I was telling Hench this, uh, before we started that I really wish these teams weren't playing each other because they're the two easiest teams to root for. In my opinion, the, both these stories are great. Obviously CJ Stroud, second pick after the Lovey Smith, debacle, he steps in day one, true leader breaks that Ohio state quarterback curse. And then, you know, the reversely with the Browns, obviously Hench listed all their issues and the whole bad Deshaun Watson contract and they get Joe Flacco, old man, Joe Flacco office couch. Um, but this defense is legit. They can still run the ball. They have enough weapons and Joku has really turned it on the second half of the season. So I don't even look at this game as what could CJ Stroud do against this Cleveland Browns defense, who in my opinion is the best in the NFL. To me, this game is going to be about Joe Flacco moving the ball. And he has done that. I like Joe Flacco over 271 and a half pass yards, minus 108. His lowest passing total this season has been 254 yards. Every other game, he's been well over the 300 yard mark. Joe Flacco moves the ball. They don't need to just do ball control, run the ball with Ford and company, Cleveland could score. I think they're going to win this game by four points. It should be a close one. And, uh, but it's still a great story for the Texans this season. Second overall pick to the playoffs. You got to be happy.
0: Brady Lemieux likes uh, the Browns up to two and a half, but only up to two and a half. Don't let it get up as high
1: as three there. And now a quick break.
5: Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com.
0: Dolphins, Chiefs, in frigid Arrowhead. Steal yourself now for tons and tons of ever hilarious frozen fish stick humor. You know, so many of our conversations this season are around QBs in weird places. And I'm not even talking about Tua in Mahomes in Germany for some reason. In fact, they've been, if nothing else, pretty constant. I get the newish skepti- skepticism where the Dolphins are concerned, their D's now ruined, and the offense seems figured out. But the Chiefs, you know they have Patrick Mahomes on the team, right? You know that they won the Lombardi 11 months ago, and yet everybody's sleeping on them. Kinda get it. Chiefs laying four and a half total forty four. I think the Chiefs get this one, but because of just how banged up those Dolphins are, and not because I'm swooning over these Saints, uh, these uh, Chiefs. Despite the setup I just gave them, hedge. How say you?
1: Yeah. So uh, the Chiefs, as you know, got all the calls against the Bengals. They won the Super Bowl on a call. They were they were you know gifted a touchdown in the Super Bowl. They have they're they've got the the heir apparent to the goat Tom Brady at quarterback, but they've also replicated the Patriots luck. Like I can say this as a Patriots fan, the Patriots got so many breaks during that incredible six title run where teams were like complicit, like Why are you passing the ball (laughs) when you have Marshawn Lynch, like, you know, Kyle Shanahan, why are you getting Matt Ryan sacked? Like that has nothing to do with Bill Belichick. That's just luck of other people making mistakes. And the chiefs are so lucky. So they get, I, you know, for a month I've been saying they're going to lose in the first round of the playoffs. Oh no, they're not. They're the chiefs. So you say, well, gosh, man, Jalen Phillips and Bradley Chubb are really going to be getting after it. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're not going to be getting after Patrick Mahomes. Nobody's going to get after Patrick Mahomes because the Dolphins defense is so decimated. And then the other thing to remember as we look at a weather game, Patrick Mahomes with that high ankle sprain last year, I think he proved how tough he is, how much tougher he gets when the going gets tough and the weather gets tough and how much he wants to win and what a winner he is versus, if if you'll forgive me, a guy that wants no part of contact. He does not want to take a hit to get a first down. He does not want to go one more progression to see if a guy's open. Tua wants to get rid of that ball before he gets hit. I think there's just enough Chris Jones, Karloftis, uh, in his face to have him have a real stinker in a bad weather game, not like the weather he grew up with. Uh, I like the Chiefs by double figures 24-13. Hmm.
0: The only thing I'll do to Devil's Damashek this one is if they can get close to or 100% of their offensive weapons out there. Though That speed is the reason the Dolphins did what they did in the first half of this season and for the majority of last season. If they can get those pieces out there They become dangerous once again, kind of, sort of. But like I say, it does feel like a lot of defensive coordinators know what's coming right now with what the Dolphins are trying to do. Spaghetti, how say you?
2: I can't believe I'm picking this game purely based on the weather, but with it being one of the coldest games we've seen in quite some time, it definitely gonna be in the negatives. Um, I'm gonna have to go with the Chiefs 26-20 over Miami. And I'm probably giving a, a fairly high score for what I think the game's gonna look like. Listen, the Dolphins are zero and ten in their last 10 games in sub 40-degree weather games, and Tua becomes an entirely different quarterback. He's 0-4 in games under 45 degrees. This is gonna be way under 45 degrees. Um, he only completes 55% of his passes. For his career average, he's uh, completing passes at 66.9% a pass rating of 71.8 in cold weather. His career average is 97.1. He is a way lesser quarterback, which is why I like him under 240 and a half pass yards. Uh, also um, under one and a half uh, touchdown passes here. It's plus 159, I like unders in both. And the reason why I like the chiefs kind of like what Henry's was pointing out, this is a different chiefs team. This Chiefs team can win with Pacheco. This team can win with their defense and I like them to do so in this game where two it just looks like a totally different guy
0: brady lemieux says he likes the home team the chiefs by eight and that's that except to say this the terrible tau is poised to strike and so are the steelers good luck to your team i hope they win unless they're playing my team enjoy the playoffs everybody we'll be back after the wild card round and before the divisional round to make sense of whatever awaits our eyeballs until then for eddie spaghetti and kevin hench and brady lemieux too thanks so much football fans it been a thin slice of heaven